My mum had this idea to create a crystal business. Um, again, she's been kind of the spiritual kind for a while and she was my introduction into crystals and kind of that um, like guided meditation and that kind of thing. Um, and so she was like, let's just do this. And it was just kind of like a little passion project that we kind of have as a family. And yeah, it's just been nice to have something that, you know, we all kind of feel quite deeply about and we're all quite passionate about crystals and healing. And Curiosity in Rising. Curiosity in Rising. Curiosity in Rising. Hey, I'm Joel, and you're tuned in to the Curiosity in Rising podcast, where I'll be shining a light on spiritual health based in our society today. To be curious is to rise above what you already understand, which is why this podcast series will explore many different concepts and beliefs surrounding lifestyle and spiritual culture. We'll challenge and dive deep, learning how spiritual truths come in many different forms for each individual person. So join me in my quest to inform, understand, and sometimes even disagree. You're tuned into Curiosity in Rising with your host, Joel Rainbow. Curiosity in Rising. Curiosity in Rising. Curiosity in Rising. So I'm now joined by Talia. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Talia actually has um, quite an interesting story to tell about her spiritual livelihood throughout her life so far yeah I think it's kind of maybe more I don't want to say unique because that sounds a bit strange but um I think it's unique okay you know we'll go with that then yeah um live it be proud of it (laughs) um an experience I don't know I guess you don't hear that often which is kind of um a more contemporary upbringing in the way of spirituality yeah when we were talking off air I said to Talia I think you're spiritual health and spiritual lifestyle is pretty modern and contemporary and it's not something I've really seen from people in our generation yet yes have yeah I definitely think Um, it's more of a thing that we'll see obviously as our generation kind of is the the one to have kids and things like that but yeah definitely not as common for I'd agree with that so do you want to just tell the viewers quickly a little bit about the the parents and yeah yeah, how you were raised yeah definitely so Basically, my mum was born Catholic. Um, she was baptised and everything, um, grew up that way. But as she started to become older, kind of questioned it a bit and decided that kind of that wasn't for her. Kind of started to become a bit more spiritual in like this kind of sense that we've been speaking, that you've been speaking about on this podcast. Um, and for my dad, he grew up Muslim um, and raised in Islam and um, kind of as he grew older, also felt like that wasn't really the thing for him and has kind of now moved into more of a agnostic I guess kind of um view um and so when I was born how I was raised was very much um you know they were very forced into their own religions um so I think they wanted to kind of change that for me and I was kind of told you know believe whatever you want um if you find something that you brings you hope and brings you happiness go for that all the way um I was definitely taught to kind of have a bit of hope in something um not to be like atheist um so I think that impacted things as well but um yeah, so as I grew up, I just kind of ended up moving into more of this modern spiritual sense, I think because of my mom and the way that she was kind of seeing things. That's really, yeah, unique and um interesting and it speaks to like the difference that we have because I think I'm on like a similar wavelength to you. Yeah, um, definitely. We've said that before. But mine came from just like social media. Yeah. And like I, I, I was not impacted by my parents at all. So mm-hmm. it's so interesting that you're – spiritual spirituality yeah. is because of like like actually kind of like not influence but like no definitely influence I well, would say that yeah but degree. just like a lot of freedom and um, yes yeah like 
go for gold, believe mm-hmm. in something, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Whereas, yeah, for me, and I think most people I know, it, it's like a religion or just atheism. So yeah. you're like in between that in such an interesting way. Mm-hmm. Um, and your your parents, your mum also owns a crystal business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when, um, I guess COVID kind of started happening um, and we had a bit more downtime to focus on like things that we were actually interested in, my mum had this idea to create a crystal business. Um, again, she's been kind of the spiritual kind for a while and she was my introduction to crystals and kind of that um, like guided meditation and that kind of thing. Um and so she was like, let's just do this. And it was just kind of like a little passion project that we kind of have as a family. And yeah, it's just been nice to have something that, you know, we all kind of feel quite deeply about. I know we're all quite passionate about crystals and healing. And um, I think the introspection that that can kind of provide for people. And we were like, how can we share this? And so that's how it came about. Awesome. Do you want to give it a little shout out? Where can people find it? Yeah. So we're Amber Jade Crystals on Instagram. TikTok, basically everything. Awesome. Um, but yeah, so check us out there. <laughs> yeah, everyone check that out. It's um, definitely something I'm going to be looking at. So I wanted to ask the crystal <laughs> expert herself. <laughs> yes. Um, what crystal recommendations you might have for any listeners who aren't well versed in crystals and are looking to just kind of be a beginner? Yeah, for sure. Like I think we were saying before as well it can be so overwhelming spirituality coming into it fresh. Um, there's so yes. many aspects to it and crystals as well. Specifically, there's like a million out there doing all different things. Um, so a couple of crystals I personally like for beginners is clear quartz because it kind of acts as a mirror for whatever other stone you're really using. Um, so if you find a crystal you really love, um, clear quartz is like kind of the perfect little pair for it. Um, and also selenite as well, um, which you can kind of get anywhere, which I think is really good for beginners because it's super yeah, accessible. Yeah, I think I do have that one. Yeah, um, we love a good selenite tower, selenite stick. It comes in so many forms. But that's um, a really good one for cleansing, clarity, similar to um, clear quartz, which um, we're kind of discussing as well of um, spirituality as a way of clearing the mind, a way of um, introspection, that kind of thing. And yeah, like self-reflection, self-healing. Exactly. Yes, working from within. I also wanted to ask you about rose quartz because yes. I have a rose quartz. I mm-hmm. think it's one of the most, if not the most popular one. Yes, very hot topic. In recent times. Yeah. So what's your thoughts on rose quartz? Do you find that helpful? Yeah. So um, I have some, not mixed feelings, but I guess a kind of an array of ideas about rose quartz. So I think kind of like the craze of rose quartz with um, bringing other people into your life or kind of using it as this way to like manifest a specific person. Um isn't as helpful or maybe not the the kind of purpose, I guess, of crystal, crystal healing um, and spirituality because I think that what the purpose of it more so is, is it is a love stone. It's definitely a big thing for love um, and affection. and It's the one I see for people who are trying to manifest a specific person. Yes. Um, or just not even a specific person, just any any relationship, just like any attention, love, that kind of thing, yeah. And yeah, I I have mixed feelings on that as well. I'm not sure that's the healthiest approach because yeah. I always thought crystals are for yourself and spirituality mm-hmm. is for yourself. And um, yeah, like when you have a crystal and you're like focusing it outwards, yeah, and yeah, kind of like manipulating someone else's energy before you've even worked on your own. Yeah, that's not the best place for like a beginner or like yeah, yeah. I think. If you've been doing it for a few years and you have a clear understanding, that's like something you can... Maybe that's the kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, and not to say that there's a timeline or... No. Like a hierarchy to spirituality. But I just think... Maybe having crystals, start somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. It's, a starting point would be 
looking at yourself, working on yourself, feeling it for yourself. Yes, 100%. And rose quartz can be so great for that, which is kind of why I kind of feel like, guys, like rose quartz is like this amazing crystal, like, like let's use it in like the best way possible because self-love is such a massive thing. And I think that a lot of people struggle with massively, like it's one of those things where you kind of grapple with it your whole life. Um, that like acceptance of the self Um, and rose quartz can be so amazing at kind of looking in accepting the self loving the self and then um, in turn that helps you surround yourself with the right people like um, you know you've probably found that like the older you've kind of gotten the more that you've done your introspection your kind of self-work the more you've surrounded yourself with people that you really want to be around who bring like proper positivity and and love and who are like-minded um, into your life and so I think that rose quartz can bring the right people to you but maybe in a different way than people are kind of expecting exactly yeah. um, yes it kind of goes back to this thing I've talked about in a, in a recent episode with Jack um, yes we were saying like there needs to be some surprise and like you shouldn't just like be so set on one specific thing and like mm-hmm. really trying to get that it's like maybe just trust that like if you love yourself Mm -hmm. like that's kind of the whole point of crystals and spirituality is that if you're loving yourself like you will attract love from others therefore exactly therefore that's like the kind of conclusion that that comes about um and I think that's like such a good point of like what you and Jack were talking about in kind of letting things be a surprise in a way or kind of having this acceptance that not everything is going to be in your hands all the time and I think that sometimes spirituality can um People can kind of use it as a way to feel in control of their life, which is completely fair. I mean, like, honestly, I'm a control freak. Like, it's definitely one of those things for me. But it's also that thing of there's only so much you can do to influence the forces in your life. And obviously, um, doing everything you can to influence those forces go right on ahead. Like, that's kind of the point, I guess, of, you know, manifesting. It's the point of crystals. It's the point of those kind of things. But also accepting that at some point, You've done what you can and certain things that come your way, maybe they're just meant to be. Yeah. Exactly. So listening to your episode um, with Jack, I was really intrigued by it and definitely was like connecting with the whole idea of um, if spirituality is a placebo, you know, why not? Like, why don't we just let that be it? Um, That's a response I've had to many people who have said to me, like, it's all in your head. I'm like... Yeah. Maybe I am a psycho, but like yeah. it's it's helping me. Let like it it's giving me clarity, mental health. Mm-hmm. So why not? And yeah. like I've said, I don't give a damn if it's magical or if it's subconscious or like some scientific <laughs> answer. Mm-hmm. Um, what works? Something. Yeah, yeah. If you, and that's the thing. Like, there's no harm, no foul in trying. And exactly. that's such a good point about crystals, which I'm sure you could attest to. Is yes. that there's no harm in just buying a crystal yeah. and seeing if it works trying for you and trying it out. Yeah. But, like, if you don't, like, mm-hmm. maybe things, you know, like, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah, why not be there's open possible to the benefits but, and there's no harm in doing yeah, it. Yeah, no, not at all. I think that when we, like, close our mind to the possibilities of the universe, of life, we're holding ourselves back so much from so much learning, so much growth. And I think that's kind of the thing as well with, like, me and spirituality is it's that kind of thought of I don't have all the answers and that's okay. And it's okay to kind of let things be open, be curious about it and kind of, you know, exploring them. But like I said, accepting that maybe things aren't set in stone. And yeah, and that's all right. Having an open mind. And that's yeah. the path you've taken and it's got you to that yeah, destination. Yeah, it's helped me so much, yeah. And we're not here to preach the destination. We're just preaching the journey. Exactly. So, yeah, I think what you just touched on is not to have a go 
atheists. Like yeah, no. I have a lot of atheists in my life, love them dearly mm-hmm. and understand why they are that way. Um, but that is kind of like an atheist attitude. Like, uh, it's fine. I'm closing yeah, my mind off. Stone. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, even my pop who was raised Catholic mm-hmm. has now left that religion, sort of distanced himself, I would say. Yeah. Um, and his, his answer to that is, well, I believe in science and science makes more sense to me now than the Bible and mm-hmm. the church. And I understand that and that's fine. I understand why they are that way. But when people tell me they believe in science and so that's why they're not into spirituality, I'm like, but science isn't this book that was finished like a hundred years ago. And yeah. like, science is an ever changing, ever evolving, exactly. ever discovering yes. thing. So, and there are a lot of scientists who are quite open-minded and open yeah, to spirituality. Yeah, who are spiritual, who are religious. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, so when you say like, oh, I believe in science only, like the Big Bang, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm not saying that didn't happen. Yeah. I don't I am know. not denying yeah. any science over no, here. No, we're not. <laughs> not like, at all. No, yeah. Please don't get the wrong impression of us. <laughs> Curiosity in rising. Curiosity in rising. Curiosity in rising. Discover the redesigned and refined new Mazda CX-5. From the supreme comfort of the Akira model to the sporty GTSP and the outdoors-inspired touring active, there's one for every adventure. Whichever you choose, you can expect impressive performance and fuel economy thanks to Skyactiv engine technology. Visit your local dealer to secure a new Mazda CX-5 sooner. New Mazda CX-5. New adventures, new rules. Curiosity in rising. Curiosity in rising. Curiosity in rising. I know personally, I have a few people in my life who tell me what they're manifesting, but their lives kind of seem a little bit chaotic and yeah. all over the place. And I just kind of think to myself, why don't you just focus on yourself first? Yeah. And then we'll worry about the other shit. <laughs> yes. I think that, yeah, for me, um, spirituality was kind of well not entirely but moving towards this kind of inner work was like a big wake-up call for me because I definitely used to be someone who kind of to some degree felt like you know things were against me I was like oh things are just going wrong and I'm so sad and you know I dealt with a lot of mental health issues and I still do but it was that thing of a lot of hopelessness at the world Um, but when I started kind of really focusing my energy on what I was putting out into the world and the energy that I was like giving myself even changed everything for me. It was introspection is like such a gift and such a rare gift. I feel like, especially in this day and age, like everything's going, going, going. I probably am like, you know, doing something constantly, but having those times for introspection and that's what spirituality that's what crystals have kind of brought me is those little moments of looking into myself and seeing what I can heal to then heal what's happening around me have been like, like a godsend really it's been like such a change in my life um deciding to kind of take initiative for what's happening in my life and using spirituality as a way to to help me feel more in control of of how I see the world yeah and perspective is such a funny thing I mean Mm -hmm. I could look at something and there would be a hundred other ways that a hundred different people would look at that and respond to that and that's kind of life and humanity in itself yes and it speaks to spirituality and spiritual community even like Mm -hmm. someone you think is on the same spiritual wavelength as you might you might get into an argument about something and you disagree about something that's totally and it surprises you so imagine people being completely different I mean it's evident when you look at like 
wars like that have happened over religion and it's just like yes we always you know disagree and fight over what we believe in but mm-hmm. yeah it's it's just it happens like yeah I think it's so interesting as well as thinking of kind of um this kind of new age spirituality and how many intricacies there are and how many differences there are and it's in so beliefs. overwhelming I've yeah. had viewers like reply to the Instagram page like where do I begin like can you help me like and I'm like I don't feel like I'm in the best position to help a beginner because I'm still such a baby in the spiritual community. And that's the whole point of this podcast is like spirituality comes in many different forms. Yes, 100%. And it's kind of like my forum to investigate. Mm -hmm. And one day when this series is all finished, I will have a conclusion on where I stand thanks to the interviews I've done, the research I've done. Yeah, Yeah, no, I I love that so much. I think as well – um, that whole thing of just reaching out to other people and seeing what other people think and what other people's views are is so, so helpful. Like I know we've kind of brought it up a couple of times, but your conversation with Jack was so interesting as kind of a unique perspective on on spirituality and all the, all the other guests you've had on your podcast. It's so interesting, all the individual experiences and like we're saying, perspective, all different perspectives of spirituality, just of life as well, just hearing everyone's personal experiences Um I think is so beneficial in like learning more about where we see ourselves in the world and the place that we kind of want for ourselves going forward. Definitely. So I do want to ask you this as well. Yeah. And I hope I'm not crossing any lines, but is it sort of frowned upon or even forbidden for Muslims and Christians to marry as as your parents did? It's a really interesting point. And um, while... It's interesting because uh, everyone's experiences with culture and religion are different and we've spoken about that a lot. So my dad's experience with his kind of upbringing in religion is it was strict but not as strict as, you know, your kind of what you – the stereotypical kind of like Muslim family. It wasn't as strict as that kind of stereotype. Um, so it wasn't necessarily forbidden for my mum and dad to get married but it was – definitely an interesting point in their families coming together and kind of being like okay so so what's happening here um but I think that my parents as well growing up were both very um kind of you know like liberal contemporary kind of people so I think that they were already kind of breaking that mold in their families which made it easier for them when they did kind of eventually um get together that makes sense because that's exactly yeah yeah, where it's end up now (laughs) um yeah, it makes sense. But yeah, it's it was interesting growing up with two very different cultures, like celebrating, you know, Islamic holidays versus celebrating Christian holidays and um did you celebrate both and everyone? Yeah, so yeah. that's the thing is what's interesting is not every single one. So mm. my experience with um my dad's family being Muslim um is a lot like sparser, I guess, than my experience with um, my mom's like Christian upbringing. Yeah. Um, we would only... And I also know that you went to a Catholic high school. Yeah. So um, that definitely influenced yeah. it as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my experiences on that side were, a lo- I have a lot more experience with that. I can talk on that a lot more. Whereas um, with my dad, I think that he wanted to kind of distance himself more from his religion um, than maybe my mom did. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I, we would still celebrate some holidays, like um, we celebrate Ramadan, and my dad would fast for most of um, for most of my childhood for those periods of time. Um, but yeah, but as I've gotten older, it's become like kind of less and less, and it's yeah, it's just interesting seeing how different culture and religion um, 
is in two very separate spheres, but like then I guess my parents coming together and creating kind of their own mashed up version of religion and culture in our family, like celebrating both holidays or having our own spirituality. And yeah, I think it's, I mean, testament to them, honestly, for mm. kind of figuring out. Because I know out. children of parents like that and it's kind of like you're pure atheist or you choose, you know, one. Like yeah. one parent says, mm, the this child will be this. Yes. Um, I know that's such a thing in like um, in the UK, like with Church of England and then like um, Christianity. Yes. I've, I've yeah, heard a little bit about that and I had some friends like that when I was younger. But yeah, and it's just interesting that you actually ended up just being somewhere yeah, in, in between, yeah. somewhere very free and open and yeah, still quite spiritual, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. And it's interesting because the next episode – is actually going to be about culture mm-hmm. and low-key racism that exists in the spiritual community and whitewashing and... So interesting. Such yeah, a good topic. Um, I, in the introduction of the podcast, the first episode, I mentioned that a lot of Western spirituality, which mm-hmm. we're partaking in in Australia now, yeah. is derived from Eastern culture. Yeah, and 100%. whether that's problematic, whether that's something we need to educate ourselves more on or mm-hmm. whether it doesn't matter um, yeah. is going to be the, the brief of the nice. next episode. <laughs> it's been such a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. I've that's really okay. enjoyed this conversation. I've really enjoyed it as well. We actually had some technical difficulties, you guys. Oh, guys. It's been, it's a, been a long time. day. <laughs> but um, we got there in the end and mm-hmm, I think exactly. this is such a, a great episode. And yeah. I'm so glad. Thank you for coming on, Talia. Of course. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Curiosity in Rising with me, Joel Rainbow, and my amazing guest. I really appreciate it. You can reach out to me and stay tuned through joelrainbow.com. If you have any business inquiries and you'd like to email me, you can email me at joelrainbow2003 at gmail.com. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'm really looking forward to it. Goodbye. Have a good day. G'day guys, Whipper here, and I've just discovered the New South Wales Government Savings Finder. There's heaps of ways for families to save, like $250 in parents' New South Wales vouchers, a $50 stay New South Wales voucher, and a $100 first lap voucher, perfect for those swimming lessons. The Savings Finder is helping reduce your cost of living with over 70 ways to save. How good is that? Use the Savings Finder in the Service New South Wales app or visit service.nsw.gov.au and get a boost for your budget.